You're listening to the No Hacks Marketing Podcast. Each week, we take a deep dive into online marketing topics covering search, content, CRO, social, and performance optimization to help you level up your marketing. No hacks, no shortcuts, only long-term success. Here are your hosts, Slobodan Manich and Katherine Kambau. Welcome to a fresh new episode of No Hacks Marketing. Sometime April 2022, Google announced that they will begin to sunset Universal Analytics in 2023, and that means everyone will have to use GA4. Why are they doing this, and are there better alternatives to GA4? In this episode, we will tell you our top analytics alternatives that are also privacy-focused, so stay tuned until the end. Slobodan, welcome. Did I say welcome? (laughs) Yes, you did say welcome. Never mind. Let's keep this in. So yes, I mean, we're How are we, you? Haven't re- we haven't recorded one in a long time. So thank like, you for welcoming. No, I'm used to having a guest. So I welcome the guest yeah. site. So let's just pretend. Thank you for yes, welcoming welcome. me back to your podcast. <laughs> I feel very welcome in this space. It's my safe space. I can say whatever I want without fear of getting canceled until today. Yeah. Hi. Good to talk to you again. Like we have we used to do this a lot more often, but I guess I guess the podcast is kind of catching fire and we have guests. Yes, and yes. And we got busy with interviewing great guests. Yeah, uh, let, going back to Universal Analytics, everyone has right. been accustomed to using Universal Analytics. I think the layout, it provides useful data. Why do you think they're forcing people to adapt Google Analytics? Let me answer this question with an analogy I have prepared here. I have a Wikipedia page that has to do with cars, believe that or not. So Go for it. We used to have leaded fuel back in the day, right? Leaded fuel. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the toxic one. The, mm-hmm. is, is it, it's lead. It's not lead. It's lead. Mm-hmm. English is not my first language. So, and that was a normal thing. And everybody was used to it, right? And, and, and then people started getting sicker and dumber. And this is a fact. Like this, this poisoned the planet and the people on it. But we got used to it. So it was normal. Same thing with Google Analytics, Universal Analytics. It's a, it's a spyware product that we got used to mm-hmm. and that we now have to get rid of. And the only reason... The only reason Google is doing this and, and introducing this revolutionary new way of doing analytics is because the old shit is going to get banned mm-hmm. in most of Western world, like at least in Europe. I'm, I'm lucky to be living in European Union. Like it's going to get plain and simple. It's getting banned. It's not legal. Like spying on people like that is not legal. And I have another link open from the National Law Review that says... <sighs> On August, in August 2020, the non-governmental organization, None of Your Business, NOYB, I love the name, filed 101 identical complaints with 30 European Economic Area Data Protection Authorities regarding the use of Google Analytics by various companies. And they focused on transfer of EU personal data to Google in the US through the use of cookies. And that that's not really permitted. Like the, the, you, you can't do shit like that. You can't. It's a spyware product, but we're used to it. So it's fine just like the fuel. Sorry. No, no, no. And then the the new solution, which of course, when Google announced it, it's not because, hey, the shit, the the one you all use, it's illegal, but but it's cool. No, the new one is a modern design with privacy in mind at its core, like whatever they said. They're doing this only because they have to. 
And and I talked to in a previous episode, I talked to Julian Uniman of, of of Measure School, and I learned some stuff from him really because I, I I don't I don't care so much about analytics these days. I think it's a it's an overkill. Like these tools are are an overkill for most people, and we'll talk about that today. So yeah. Okay. Before I ask you what Julian thinks about this, because he's definitely the expert here. Are you saying Google Analytics or any analytics can work without cookies? That is possible? A hundred percent, yes. Like, why do you need a cookie? Because <laughs> Google Analytics started it. And, and it's, <laughs> not, not only they... about, it's not only about cookies. Like, we're talking about third-party cookies and then this data is shared. And then when you go to Chrome in the incognito mode, Google trackers still do their shit. Like, this is not... This is not strictly about cookies. The cookies are a primitive way of of handling user information in browsers. So you can remember the user and all that stuff. Like that 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 itself between the website, like like in e-commerce, I need to remember who you are because you might have stuff in your cart. Right. But why does some company across the world need to remember you as well? Like Mm -hmm. I get why, because then we can market to you again and then we can we can make you buy things you didn't really want. That's essentially what, what it is. But so I, I just GDPR in mind, TCPA and all the European EU regulations, the best way is well, it's really up to you if you want to start migrating to GA4. But what we're saying is there are other more privacy-friendly analytic tools that we're gonna share with you. And right. that's that's what we're saying. That it's not only G. Oh yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's what we're talking. And look, this is this is this new G. Four is good. I, mm-hmm. I think it's way better than like if you want to be a web analyst, it's way better. But this is a company that like Google, like Universal came out around ten years ago. They were no, no. This is this is the standard. Like this is it. And they 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 were spying on people in ways that were either not disclosed or not legal or just not ethical for 10 years. And now they have this great new thing that's not going to spy on you. No, you're a, you're a spy. Like you, you, you make money by hoarding data and selling that data and God knows what else, doing, doing, doing all kinds of stuff with the data. I'm not going to believe you like as... George Bush said, like, fool me once, fool me twice, you're not going to fool me again, like, whatever that fumble of a quote he had was. I just, why would anyone trust him? Like, so what What we're saying is there are other privacy-focused analytics tool, and the first one, th- these are, like, a few of the top that we've seen based on our research. The first one is possible. Have you used this tool? Is it no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But because we're a modern podcast, we're looking at the websites as we record, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not like 50 years ago when you were in a radio studio with a paper. They say they're simple and privacy-friendly Google Analytics alternative, and they say it's time to ditch Google Analytics. So I'm interested. And it's a simple, less than one kilobyte open source and privacy-friendly alternative that doesn't come from the ad tech world. Yeah, the, they're for pro- most people. This is what they need. Like for most yeah. websites, this is what you need. It's the Stuff they like say this. the cheapest open source solution, right? And they also do have custom events. Although they say comparing it to other analytics tool, that there's not enough data for web mar- marketers. Maybe comparing it to your usual Google Analytics. 
that is true. But one thing you have to keep in mind, this is something that, that I had to talk with Julian. I think this is going to be previous episode by the time we release this. For most people, Universal Analytics was just a glorified stat counter. Like I want to see my pages and my sessions and I want to see if they're going up or down. You don't need the entire toolbox to, to just get one nail in the wall. Like that just, it's stupid. It's, it, it just, and, and the environmental impact of, of that huge script and every time it's being processed, like it, I will talk about this in a future episode as well to, to some fascinating guests, like the environmental impact of bloat. Mm-hmm. So, so stay tuned for that. But I, I just don't think, I just don't think you need that much of a tool for the simple task that most people require and need to solve. Yeah, so you're saying even if it's not that feature heavy, it's still good enough. So that's I possible. mean, you have to ask yourself what's which what features data you need. You need. Yeah, yeah. Which features you need before you choose the tool. Right. By the way, we will share all the links to these websites on the description. The next one is something that you're familiar with, maybe not Tomo. What was yeah, their the, old name? Peewick. And and P-Week. the pro version is called Peewick Pro still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matomo is something that's it's super easy to install. Like even even if you have a WordPress website, they have a they have a a, a plugin that just does this for you. And there are two ways. There's a Matomo cloud and there's an on-premise, which is what what the plugin would do. So it just uses your website and its database and stores the information there. So there's no, hey, I'm gonna send this stuff somewhere else. Like this is this is an analytics implement analytics tool that you manage. If you want to use a cloud solution, that's different. It's still privacy oriented. Mm-hmm. But if you want to use the on-premise thing, this is something where you control the data, you collect the data, you you process the data. There, there's no one else touching it, really. And, right. I you mean, can it, import it, Google Analytics. So that's also a helpful feature if you're coming from Google Analytics. The only thing, the other thing that I noticed that they offer, they have CRO analytics, they have heat maps and session recordings by Kotzar. They do, they do. And uh, they, they have, have a tag manager testing. as well. A yep. Tag manager as well. So that, that's pretty cool. And look, I love reading these headings and they say, don't damage your reputation with Google Analytics. And maybe that's a way to market your product. Right, right. And, and it's trusted by, according to them, over a million websites in over 190 count- countries, United Nations, Ahrefs, Amnesty International, NASA, European Commission, if you want to care about privacy and, and like ethics, I, I think that's a good company to be in. It's not a question though. You have to care about privacy now. So. It's a question for a lot of people. The only thing is the, I think there's a free version, but that's the on-premise only. Correct. So you'll yes. need a developer to install it. No, no usual- not really. Not really. If you have a WordPress website, there's a plugin that just does I did this recently mm-hmm. for, for a website and it just does everything Like you don't need it. It's so easy. Okay. It's easy to install, but the, I think the basic or standard price is around $29. So that can be a bit expensive if you're a small business, maybe. Uh, yes. But, but then if a... you're a small business and if you have a WordPress website, maybe you don't even need this, mm-hmm. but if you have a WordPress website, you can just install the on-premise, the plugin, right. and you can do your stuff there. Right. So that's Matomo. And then the third one is Fathom. This one I have come across, I think they're good because they have a single screen dashboard. It's also easy to set up and it's quite 
similar to Google Analytics when you're creating Google. The only thing is they don't have a free plan. Anything else that you've heard about this product? Right. I mean, if you're a European business and you care about the data, just being legal, basically, and not breaking laws and not sending data elsewhere, they have German-owned servers. The data is there. It stays in Europe. That's good. And they, they, I mean, it's a paid solution, right? There's no free no plan, plan with this, but, mm-hmm. but it's they're, $14. They're, they're, right. Their tagline is we sell software. We don't sell data. Mm-hmm. And if you want to buy an analytic solution and use an analytic solution, maybe consider not being the product yourself and just, you, you can have it for free and have it be good. And, and private and ethical and everything. So maybe like fourteen dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you don't, if you don't, if if that is too much, then you definitely don't need a robust analytics solution. And just a silly stat counter will do. So that's Fathom, and this one is more of like a bonus because we said we're just going to share three. The last one is Mouseflow. I think this one has everything that Google Analytics has and has a uh, another other robust behavioral analytics data or metrics. It says here, it shows you what's happening at every touch point of your user's journey, which can be very helpful. What else? GDPR and CCPA compliant. This is really important to to say that they're that as well. And also there's no free, there's a try for free, but there's no free solution. No, actually there's a use for free forever with 500 recordings a month. I'm not sure what that means, but, and, and it keeps one month of storage. So yeah, this could be a little bit pricier from what I see. If you have a larger website. They do also have heat map, session replay and analytics. Right. So if you're into measuring your conversions, right, this might be the tool for you. But again, right. And, and, and this one, I wasn't familiar with, I'll be investment. honest, but I'm not yeah. sure this is a traditional analytics tool or is it? No, this is more like a like a heat map, user user journey, all that stuff. I'm not, yeah, but still, it's it's something that's worth looking into if you need a solution like this and you want to be private and you should you should care about that. People should care about privacy because if they don't, then we have to wait for Elon Musk to get, deliver us the freedom of speech. Oh, I, by the way, by the way, I, the segue um, a commercial n- new TV show. Oh, new TV show. Uh, it's How not new. It came, out a few, it, ca- it came out a few months ago. The Dropout. And most Why people not know, Severance? Severance. Let's, let's, let, let's do that later. That's, that, that's how rarely we talk. Like we haven't had a podcast to talk about Severance. No, but seriously, The Dropout is just like when people see a car crash and they have to turn their heads to see the mess. Like the, the, you hate to admit, but most people would do that. That's how I'm watching The Dropout. And like, how is it possible that people who are supposed to be smart could have been so stupid and so easy to manipulate and so it's crazy it is insane what the female zuckerberg did to those people and i I just cannot believe like i cannot believe and 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 amanda seafried did a great job she's despicable in that tv show like you just cannot help but hate her and her character. At least I cannot. Mm-hmm. And like the, the, there's an episode called, uh, I think it's Old White Men or something like that, where there's a bunch of 
people from Walgreens that she's just lying to and misleading, but they want to be cool and want to be hip. And it's a girl that's smiling at them and they end up being scammed for hundreds of millions of dollars. And that is the end of this happy story. No, I'm not done with the TV show. Like, I, I cannot wait. And, and I, I just watched the episode where, well, let's not, I mean, it's not a spoiler. It happens like this, this, this is, this is like, it's not fiction. The, the Stephen Fry's character uh, goes through the tragedy and then ends up the way he ends up. And it's just like Stephen Fry is like one of the most likable human beings in the world. And you can't help but want him to, to, to just appear happy in anything he's doing. Like I, it was just so sad. It was heartbreaking. Like that was the only really good person in that show that had a long arc. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to check that out. I'm still finishing Severance, which we'll talk about in another episode. We, I'm sure we will. It's a, so, it's a really fun concept. Okay. Before yeah. we wrap up, so that's possible. Matomo, Fathom, and Mouseflow. Be- I'm curious. We, let, yay, I'm yeah. just curious. Go ahead. Because you had interviewed Julian from Mesher School. What's his take about Google Analytics for, like the migration and all that? The, his take is something you should listen to our previous episode for. I, I think, like, let's just put give it that them, way. But like, give them like a bird's eye view or something. No, no. If you're skipping episodes of our, like, this yeah. is our biggest guest to date, and you're skipping that one and listening to us ramble about privacy analytics, come on. So you're not just, really going to say anything. Dear, dear listener, dear listener. What's wrong with you? Set your priorities straight. No, I mean, look, it was it was a fascinating conversation, and I think it's really like with GA four, and that that that's spoiler alert. Part of that episode is is assess your needs. Like, don't just go for the default that UA has been for a long, long, long time. And and like with with GA four, okay, I'll I'll talk about it a little bit more because thank you, freedom of speech, yeah. freedom of speech and all that. Elon Musk safe door bullshit with ga4 you can't just set up a property and start tracking you need to have a plan because it's not going to make sense unless you make it work for you that's the main difference like with universal analytics they had the defaults like the default was maybe good enough for most people but definitely something that most people got used to and that's why this is another thing or why did they redesign the Facebook wall? I hate the new design. And then two days later, you don't remember the old design. Like we're just used to the interface. Is it the best possible interface? Hell no. Was it good at some point? Yes. Is it good in 2022? I sound like Dwight. No, but yeah, that, that's, just, that, that, that's just how it is. I just don't think, I don't think it, 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 it it's, UA in 2022 is just it's leaded fuel. Like that's what it is. We it's need to get rid of it. The best analogy for today. Is leaded it? fuel. <laughs> yeah. Whatever yeah. it is, if you feel if you really want to you know to stay with Google Analytics, then I we suggest that you listen to that amazing episode oh, with Julian. It was, it was and Julian. prepare. Come on. Julian. 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 He's from Germany. Come on, Catherine. Don't do this. Because it's really uh, yes. Julian from where I'm from. So. It is, uh, well, Julian. It, it is okay. Ju- it's Julian online, but look, come on. I have to a fucked listen, up name. You have Unpronounceable to listen to name. Your name's so and easy. Slobodan. For a long time, it's easy for you. It's not. Trust me, it is not. 
Anyway, that episode was was incredible. Incredible. It, it was just a fascinating conversation with a guy who knows so much about analytics and, and Google products in, in particular that you just have to listen to that if you care and if you want to know about GA4. Right. And you have, if you want to stay with Google this analytics, is the you alternative. have to start. This is the alternative yeah. to that episode. Like This is like, if you want to say, hey, Google, we need to take a break. This is the episode for you. If you want to stick with Google, go to that episode and, and learn. So you can get started a lot. preparing right now. Yes, absolutely. So that's it. I think. Is it? Do you want to add some more? No, no, no. I just check out the Julian it. episode. If not, uh, if I think you should look into privacy friendly analytics tool. Not right. in the future, but right now. So check I out the, say, the the tools check out that episode and, and and I want to thank the 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 I don't know the 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 flash of light that's fighting for freedom of speech of all of us, like the, the guy who couldn't close the <laughs> safe door when he was a kid. And uh, you really want to close the episode by mentioning Elon Musk again. Okay. I want to close that safe door. I want to help the little little Elon close that safe door. That all that emerald mine money Safe is was now just in pushing space. out, and it was such a scary, such a traumatic experience. Because when you have a safe and you can't close it, why not buy a bigger fucking safe? Sorry about that. They they That's found a new space for that, and it's in outer space, so. I, I, That's I just, not an issue look, anymore. I, I just, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not. Yeah, we we should do the Bill Burr clip with Steve Jobs and how he changed the world and where, where Bill Burr yells, the world was one way and then he showed up and it was another way. No, he just told people to make it possible to flip pages on an iPad and they did. To end on a high note, check out the dropout and yes. severance. <laughs> we will talk about that. It's depressing as hell. It's not a high note. But <laughs> we will okay. talk about that in a future episode. Thank you for listening to us. Check out our other episodes. And if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate it if you can consider rating us on Spotify or Apple. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to No Hacks Marketing. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd appreciate it if you can leave a rating on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Visit nohacksmarketing.com to subscribe.